And we are live. Thank you. We was welcome to all of you. Thank you for being here. This, my friends, I want to say this a few times as people continue to log in. This, my friends, is where the, the, the class is different. The class jumps back and forth between me going wide and me going narrow. And just about every other week or most of the time, you all are going to be talking more than me. You all are going to be talking more than me. You hear me? You all are going to be talking more than me. So you get ready. I'm priming you because there's a lot of cameras off. Right? I need you ready for the fact that you all are going to be talking more than me. By chance, has anyone read the book? Or the chapter, excuse me, chapter one, I should say. Has anyone, all right, got one person said at the beginning of chapter one. Who else? Grace, have you read the book? Grace has not read the book. She's had it for two years. Have you read the book before? Yes. Have you read yes. the book recently? No. Fame on thee. Deanna, have you read the book? This is where you all talk more <laughs> than me. The class is designed for you all to talk more than me. I did that the first day because I didn't expect all of you have read, but I expect you have to read this time because that's why I sent out the link to the book. So you didn't have to buy it. So we're gonna do something special here. I'm gonna read a lot of stuff, I suppose. And then from there, you all are going to have to talk. The class is different. It's cognitive behavioral therapy is what I would be doing. And all of you are gonna to have to get there. We're talking about the culture scape. Has anyone this week noticed that there is things that you do that you have not come up with yourself, you just do them. Anybody? Has the question reacted is, is there anyone who discovered this week that there are things that you did not do yourself? There are things that you did not create yourself. There are things that you have not told yourself to do yourself, but you did them all week long or sometime throughout the week? Anybody? I'll re-ask the question. Remember, we're talking about culture escape, right? I think that's what he called it. Is am I right? Mm -hmm. Culture escape? Mm -hmm. Okay. Has anybody discovered one time in which you have learned for yourself that you are doing stuff, one thing, two things, three things, four things, that you didn't invent, you didn't come up with, you didn't tell yourself to do it, but you're doing it. Anybody? Samuel says yes. Can you give me? Give me. Go ahead, Tanya. You first, then Samuel second. Who has discovered you're doing stuff that you didn't tell yourself to do? Go ahead, Tanya. 
Um, hold on one second. Let me turn this TV down. Oh, no worries. So, Sammy, while she's turning the TV down with the hip hop, you can unmute your mic and tell us what you discovered you have done that you did not invent. Your culture scape has you doing it. Go ahead, Sammy. Well, um, <clears throat> one is when I was doing the videos this week, mm -hmm. I didn't create the music, but I added stuff into it. Good. That wasn't even my plan. But because of the culture that listened to the calls, um, being in hand in my mm -hmm. You're breaking up a little bit, but we got you. Okay, he's breaking up. Okay, we got you. Hold on, let me um, jump in there real quick because you're breaking up. Try, try, try to meet him if you can. He said music. I want to Google something. Yeah, he can't hear me. That stuff I was doing with Michael Jackson and Mary Mary, that just happened, but they created okay, it, but you. I just built off of it. That's it. You okay, said I'm no, no, that's good. No, no, no. Yeah, you breaking up, but we, you, you came back in at the little bit. So hold on real quick, because I like exactly what you're saying. I like exactly what you're saying. Hold on real quick. I'm putting up my Google. I picked a random century. Popular music of the 1300s. It's medieval. Medieval. Muscle milk helps build muscles. With 40 grams of protein and two grams of... Here's culture scape for you, my friends. If Samuel would have been born in 1323... Sugar. This would have been the music behind his video. Hey everybody, it's Antonio T. Smith Jr. and I came to tell you that you can do anything. <laughs> that ooze culture scape is all around you. Cause y'all think that music is supposed to have words. That didn't happen until 1900 or something like that. No, no earlier than 1850. Music didn't have words. I'm serious. It was one point in 500, you had, anybody know what Gregorian chant means? Phil does, it's exactly, exactly. You, every time you're watching one of those, when you're watching a scary movie and they walk into the church yeah. and you're waiting for like the devil to pop out the ground or something. Yeah. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's a Gregorian chant. Yes, yes, yeah, that's a Gregorian chant. And that was the music then. What I'm attempting to tell you is you are not even picking your own music. Think about this for a second. Think about this, y'all. You don't even pick your own music. And some of y'all 
find freedom through music and you don't even pick that freedom. Some of you are through music and you don't even offer that music because you're only authoring the music set in the century in which you live. You don't have to take my word. Your or the beloved Jesus Christ had to talk about olives. Because the culture scape was he was talking to a bunch of farmers who crushed and sold olives. Think about that for a second. Think about being, this is, let me just, let me just do this for the, for the example of the author, excuse me, the example of the character that is Jesus Christ. So let me just do this. Let me just do this. The example that is of Jesus Christ, not to make religious, but let me just allow me to, to this is real. Just allow me this here moment. For some of you like, it is real. Jesus is real. I, I know. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. This is, let me just allow me this without correction. Okay. Just, without correction imagine being god and having to talk about fish rewind press play imagine being the god of all things and in order for you to condense your message to an understandable you know message I gotta talk about fish, shepherds, vines. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> think of temple taxes, the, the, the heavens, rain, farm, sowing seeds. Why? Because that is what they did. Even the character that is Jesus had to respect the culture scape and his message had to come in that culture scape. Go ahead, Phil. Well, even as God, the father, us as fathers get the thrill that we had when we took our communication to our kids based on their level. Absolutely. You're right. Got to, got to, got to say, you know, we don't light candles late at night, baby. <laughs> Thinking about my daughter, you know, you can't just, can't just pick up a lighter. Light candles, we're gonna go sleep and the house gonna burn down. And then right to Phil's point, then you gotta break it down. You don't wanna hurt anybody, do you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta break it down into the kids' language. You know the little orange fire, hot, hot, hot. You know, he said, hot, baby, hot, hot, all that stuff. Everybody, nobody can escape the culture in which they live. Nobody. Nobody. Buddha had to talk within Buddha's culture. Muhammad had to talk within Muhammad's culture. Jesus, every ascended master before or after has always had to address their culture. How many of you, <clears throat> the question is, how many of you have had to endure something during this week that you just flat out didn't pick, you didn't do. It's there for you and you have no idea that it's there for you because you thought it was original for you. You thought you chose it. It's not true. Go ahead, Prophet Jerry. He in the you hospital and on the call. 
this is oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. Sometimes you choose you thinking that you're choosing one thing and then something else ends up happening. So, but in the midst of it all, it's still good. Yes, you sir. Know, if you want to name God, Jesus, um, Allah, whoever you want to name, we're not out here to pick on you. But it's all good when you want to do something and you get attacked, but in the midst of your attack, you still got life. Mm. 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 That's a word from the hospital bed. Thank you, man, for being here. And I don't mean from the hospital. I mean just being here. You are at the whole movie, a whole everything. You don't even know it, but Chris made a whole movie about you. It airs tomorrow. Sure did. Chris made a whole 30-minute movie. Shout out to Soul Productions. Shout out to Soul Productions. Made a whole 30-minute movie, movie airs tomorrow. Nevertheless, let me give you some more examples that you can bring up at any time. You picked up your kids from school. Uh, you ain't invent that. Somebody told you that's normal. You do know there was a time kids ain't go off to school. And school stopped at nine and then 12. Pushing that further. In 1940, do you know what was on the presidential voting ballot? Public school. And should 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th be a part of public school for free? Oh, wow. I'm not lying. Google it. There was a time in which the world divided and call liberals, liberals, stupid liberals for wanting 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade to be a part of public school. Google it. Would you like me to? <laughs> I'm dead serious. This is, this is, let's see. Let me see what YouTube pulls up. Uh, the argument for public schools in early America, in early, well, I'll just say America, early America. Let's see, why don't we create primary schools, the origins of primary school, let's see, switch my search up. Actually, let me get out of the videos. Let's see what pops up here. Relevant history of public school education. Let's, let's check this real quick. History of education. Let's do a quick little internets search with the S. The internets. Don't worry, I spree read. Give me a second. Classroom in the 19th century. Class in the 19th century. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. All of the grades were taught in a single room. All the grades were taught in a single room by a single teacher, typically an unmarried woman who had finished primary and secondary schools. Teacher was often, often younger than some of the students she taught. Let's keep going, 1990. Reconstruction brings separate segregation. Uh-huh. Well, we're just gonna skip all over that. How we've come this far. <clears throat> okay. When did ninth, nine through twelfth grade become part of public school? Spelled wrong in the USA. <clears throat> Come on, Google. When did the public education? Nah, no, baby, worry about all that. First public school. Did you see it already? Probably was. Is that called secondary education? There you go. Was looking for a date. History, 20th century, 1890s, similar income levels. Between 1940. 1910, 1940, the high school movement. That's what I should have put in Google. Yeah, I wasn't BSing y'all. <laughs> the high school movement. <laughs> the high school movement before, which were designed to give you a free education to any student who chose to stay in school for 12 years, right? This is the high school movement. This is a whole thing. Your first public school started around 1830, 1840s with wealthier and similar income levels. American War, high school movement. The high school movement is a term for all this stuff, mainly due to the new schools acquiring skills for life for college. And 1910, 18% of 15 to 18 year olds were enrolled in high school. 18%. Parents go to jail now. Barely 9% of all American ATOs graduated. 1940, by 1940, 73% of American youths were enrolled in high school. I wasn't, I, I, didn't I say 1944? I started looking it up. Mm -hmm. Y'all, I'm a nerd. I just know random stuff. I just know random stuff. It is not normal for high school to be around. Not until 1940. So they I were mean, all working on the farm. That's right. That was the that, that was the number one argument. The number one argument was those liberals are taking away my boy from becoming a man. You need help on the farm. Go ahead. Chris got it. I feel like my questions may throw some people's head off, <laughs> but um, let me phrase it like this: Is there such is there a such thing as universal right or wrong, or did we create you see, or did we universally create right or wrong based on society? Gosh. I told you, like this. Gosh, <laughs> you ain't gonna let me get to the there book. is no right or wrong. 
All right. I'm going to I'm just saying, like, Jerry says it's not right or wrong. I'm going to do this like my college professor, like my college professor did to our class in freshman year and in college. And let me tell you, this class, this 50 minute class went by in five minutes. Because we argued the whole time. The whole time. It was a heated argument. Is there a universal right or wrong? Before I say anything, someone present your argument. Is the, I I got me. me I, it, it, it ain't gonna be all I gotta do is be quiet. At some point, a Christian is gonna step up and say something. Yep. You ain't gonna be able to keep, you ain't gonna be able to keep your mouth shut too long. Not a Christian. Oh no, not one of y'all. All right, come on, Carol. <laughs> so okay, so I don't think that there is a right or wrong. I think that there are laws to follow. All right, so now this is just literally. She took us there. She she got there faster than our, us little, little twenty year olds. She got there faster than us. That was like thirty minutes into the class. But yeah. she got it right. She got there faster than us. What laws? I think I can answer my question. No, no, well, well, we got to answer the question first, though. You can answer the follow. Just write your follow up question down. What laws, Grace? What are these laws? I'm not saying I'm not saying she's wrong, but what are these laws? Because that's what's going to happen. If you saying there are laws, now you got to tell me point these laws out. I need to see them. Go ahead. Like universal laws, like you say, the law of compensation, the law of. Is that what it's called? That's or is that what I called it because somebody else called it? That could be it. It's a, it's a, okay, he will ask this question. Go ahead. I had to jump and ask this. So, okay, we're talking about laws. Who's to say that the person who created law was in fault or correct? Because now it goes back to the source. Is my shirt white? Is this gray? Is this gray? Oh, the same way. Is my shirt this color? I have no idea. Yeah. Is my to be throwing stuff on? Is my shirt blue? Is it? How do I? How, no, no. You, you, your, your question is. So is cat. All y'all quit, but you gotta prove it. Because the question here's what you dog all. Religious folk don't like. You don't like when people make you prove what you believe in. You don't like that. You don't like that. You do not like. I know I had a whole class junior year when you had to prove your denomination. You had to prove it. You had to prove why your denomination was proper. You had to prove it. And then you had to prove your case for Christ. It's just far difficult. This is why I tell you, don't go to seminary because you'll, you'll go out there, you'll start, you'll start doubting God. So, yes. <laughs> I, I don't know all the laws of the universe. I'm no not one sure. Does. <laughs> but, but, you know, there's the law of vibration. Okay. Okay, so what you vibe, what, where the level you vibrate at, you um, draw that to you. There's the law of polarity. Okay. Um, there's a law of rhythm. There's got to be a rhythm and a cycle that goes on. There's a law of cause and effect. Okay, that's the biggest one so far. That's the biggest okay. one so far. So, so those are 
laws that, you know, like um, kind of saying, yep. gotta fight. Yep. Three of the four that she just said there are, well, that biggest one ca cause and effect, that's actually quite debatable, believe it or not. That's, hmm. Yes, yeah. cause and effect is quite debatable. But, but not debatable, to, well, I'll, let's say that one for last. Let's go with law of vibration. There's science for that. There's science for that. But what does science mean? Ah, let's go back to the great God of Google. All right, we got to, yeah, yeah. Now I know what it means, but I have to do this for y'all. What does science mean? Oh, y'all for this. Hold well, I'll read this one. The pursuit of knowledge and understanding of the natural social world following, I, I, I didn't want to read that one on purpose, hold on. Let's just go to what the definition was going to say. The state of knowing. Knowledge is distinguished from ignorance or misunderstanding. <laughs> That's all science is. And here y'all thought science was something more intelligent than that. <laughs> science is yes i'll share my screen everything yeah i would mess your head up if you let me okay the state of knowing knowledge and distinguish from ignorance or misunderstanding all science is it's knowledge knowledge but this see this is why greeks the greeks ran knowledge for millennia because wisdom is well, it's a Greek word for so it's, it's uh, let's let's go with philosophy, F philosophy, philosophy, philosophy. Let's go back to this good old philosopher who is Google. What does the Greek word? Philio mean. Now anybody that's unheard a preacher preach over 45 minutes, you should already know what this is. Philio, well, not that one. That's not accurate. Well, who, who is this? Pen words, long's Greek, where it means loving. Okay, fair enough, but that's not accurate enough. Okay, this might be good. Origin. Before vowels, yep, love. Okay, okay. But a little bit. There we go. Loving, fond, tending to, loved, beloved, all these things. Can we say love? Okay. Filio means love. It's a different kind of love. It's not let me put my tongue in your mouth, love. It is I love Phil Sorrentino and I have great respect for him. You understand what I'm saying? He loves Susan a different way than he loves Antonio. Do you understand? <laughs> okay. <laughs> go ahead, Phil. Go, go ahead. Oh, right, okay. oh, right on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, okay, I'm, I'm going to get to it right now. Hold on. What does the Greek word... Sophia mean, and it only means one word. 
skillful intelligence, but it means this word, wise. Okay, say it on the microphone. Say it on the microphone. So philosophy, Diana. So philosophy is the love of wise or the love of wisdom. More accurately, the love of wisdom. Filio Sophia, love of wisdom. I brought that up for a reason. This is this that this this helps that I speak so many languages. I have to do a lot of syntax. All good. Before I get there, who was who unmuted? Damali. You unmuted. We are listening. Oh, she just muted back. She's like, no, you ain't calling me in, so I'm muting. <laughs> there's a reason why I, oh go ahead no 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 come on come on Damali. oh I think she may be having a unmute problem now back to your question or back to y'all question universal laws science is just knowing stuff philosophy is just the love for wisdom Nobody knows, nobody. But Carol brought up four laws. Two of them are pretty concrete. The cause and effect is also concrete, but highly debatable for its reasons. Law of vibration, and then I believe she's, I forget what, it doesn't matter, the other two don't matter. Let's do with the cause and effect. Law of vibration is simply, everything is a vibration, and from that you get the law of attraction. Okay, polarity, that's what it was. That's where your polarity comes in, because that. But cause and effect, yes, you said rhythm. Cause and effect is this. I slap this. The effect was it failed. You understand what I'm saying? Now, let's go back. Do you like my professor there? Is it, is there a wrong? Someone answered me. Listen, listen, hold on, okay, let me, let, let, let me, let me, I'm, I'm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to be nice, hold on real quick, I'm gonna get you first, Dion, and i get you next, Chris. Oh, ye professed Christians, you should have a major problem with me saying, or even asking, if there is a wrong, when your entire ecclesiology makes is living preaching against what is wrong okay <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead phil well back to neil donald walsh what god said mm -hmm. there is no such thing as right and wrong there is only what works and what does not work given what it is you're trying to do number seven in the spiritual sense there are no victims and no villains in the world. Although the human sense, it appears there surely are. Yet, because you are divine, everything that happens to you ultimately benefits you. And then the next one, there no, no one does anything inappropriate given their model of the world. That's right. I, well, that's, that is, I said that's right in a none way of agreeing because I don't want to lead you. I want all of you <laughs> to struggle here. Go ahead, Carol. No right or wrong, there's only experiences. <laughs> look, look. 
<laughs> like Sammy just Sammy just probably messaged me saying, You went to school for the old testament. Ain't nobody getting baited in. It's <laughs> 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 too funny. Deanna, you wanted to say something. Let Deanna go first to you first. And then you next. And so what I've learned from your teaching, and this 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 actually also go, it also ties into what we talked about going during. To hell, listen to me. I'm going to hell. <laughs> it ties into <laughs> it ties into what we talked about earlier today on during the esoteric training. It ties into everything I've read from a lot of stuff, it's and terrible. it's actually. Is there wrong? There is no wrong. Prove it. There is no right. Hold on, hold on. Prove it. We base our wrong and right based on what we are taught. Okay. You, 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 you're. Y'all answers don't matter. As long as you can prove it, it's just fine. You, you can say wrong is doesn't exist because cheese exists. And if you construct an argument, then I have to accept that because this is argument time. You understand? All right, go ahead. So if there's no wrong and there's no right, there's only what is. Prove it. Hold on. Yeah, because it is hard because how do you prove that there is no right and no wrong? Oh, I can give it one good run. Sure can. I can give it a good run. Okay, I, 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 I'll do it in a second. I was going to say, I can I can try to stab. Go ahead, stab at it. Then we get Chris. It's, 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 it's actually about the actual existence. Okay, the, so your argument is about existence. And if the existence, being, as long as, as long as you can breathe, the inhale and the exhale of it is the only right, you know what I mean? You're going along with. Everybody listen to me. I'm only going to do to do that with my professor would do. All I'm going to do is this, I'm going to highlight the assumptions in your argument, okay? Just to have fun and make you come back. Asia brings up a fantastic point, but it also has a fantastic assumption. So, Agent, I love what you're saying, but watch this here. Hitler breathed while he was killing Jews. Now what? But if you look at the existence of Hitler, he was actually like a good, you know, he just had, what is it? It's like you just going against, it's like you have you have good, you're existing in good, but at that moment, you're not in the right, you're not existing in the right frame of where you're supposed to be. Like you're, it's, 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 I don't know how to actually say it, but you know, it's like, you can't say nothing wrong with his, Hitler. It's almost like you can't say nothing wrong with Donald Trump, you know, but at the end of the day, you can point pick in everything, all of his things. But we all have a point in ourselves where we can point in in everything. So that's why it's like an existence. Help me out, bro. No, no, Help me out. No, 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 no. I see Jerry popped up. That's why I said, "Help me out, no. eight nineteen. That's my that's my brother right there. He's about to he's about to add in. Come on, Jerry, save us. Come on, Jerry. So, with 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 the Hitler case, 
I think you have to you have to would have to look at from a devil's advocate, so to speak. Come on. That that he was working within what cultural structure he was dealing with. Sure he was. And he and and he was uh, literally, at least in the beginning, uh, motivated by protecting his people and rising them up. Now, initially, from what I understand, the the initial goal was not to kill a bunch of Jews. They were trying to get some free labor. Initially, and it was they were the easiest part of the culture to organize against because they were they were the money changers they were the bankers they were the and business they, people and, and they stood and, out and, too they stood out they stood out and and they were able to organize a lot of folks against them i i don't know i mean the bible says all things work together for the good is the bible truth well it, we're allowed to use that as evidence it is a real thing that was a good <laughs> answer no that was a fantastic answer that was man that was a good answer you know what i'm gonna clap for you it, that was a good well, answer <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't say some things or many things it says all all things work together for good so yeah. well the reason for those who love god according to his purpose okay there's a monkey wrench, there's there's a monkey wrench. <laughs> i was waiting on that <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, we got a bunch of people. I think, listen, y'all ready to talk now. Go ahead, Jaquita. Go ahead, Jaquita. I, I, I heard you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, and then, Damali, so, you, you get the people I haven't heard from yet. First, um, this is not an argument because I'm going to make it an argument. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make it one. be arguing about our faith. Um, but I would say that yes, there is a right, and as in yes, there is a wrong. Someone who finally took the stance on the other side. Let me hear it. Okay, so if we if we all agree that we are divine beings, and coming from a biblical perspective, or a God is the higher power exists, and we are a replica of that higher power and so we operate in this realm as the god of higher powerness or whatever <laughs> operates in the whole entirety of the universe then it is right to honor each other to love each other to esteem each other to make sure that you are treating a person as yourself and anything that conflicts with that, that is disruptive to um, insurance of a person's protection, a person's love, a person's um, rising in, in, in their own authenticity of themselves would be wrong. All right. So oh, I'm so excited about you. Keep your mic unmuted, okay? That was a good argument, right? That was a good argument. When we're using the word argument, here, that's the definition of the word argument, okay? Well, that's a good argument. It has assumptions in there. Let's start at the beginning. I love this. I love this. We are divine is what you said, right, Chiquita? Yes. Okay. Then how can we do wrong? Because if we are divine, then also God or what is divine can do wrong too. That's an assumption right there. 
So we are, yes, divine, but we are, what you say, um, that we are, we operate in duality. So although we are divine, we have this flesh side, right? <laughs> okay. Which okay. is which is not divine, it's earth. And so because we have free will, we're not um, we're not walls. Like we have thoughts, we have um, vibration. Does God have free will? Stuff like that. So you said what? Does God have free will? Yes. Then what, what's the difference between Antonio's free will and God's free will? God that's not, is that's all not good. wrapped in flesh. That, God, but, right. God is all good. Okay. Is so where does evil come from then? The devil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, y'all clap for her. She's doing such a good job. <laughs> such a good job. That's so awesome. Such a good job. Okay. No, I love I love what you say. However, right, it, it lets me because Excellent. okay, I got you, Carol. The rabbit trail she was eventually going to go down was going to lead her to then why do babies have cancer? It was going to lead her to that. Why do good Science people die young? And <laughs> pollution. Ah. And terrible food. And then, and look. <laughs> no, no, I mean, listen, I feel you. I feel you. And you know, I'm just jiving with you. And then it was eventually going to take her down to where someone like me, playing devil's advocate, as Jerry would say, then if that's the case, then why did God make earth? Because what she was gonna eventually do was say, because she, she actually introduced it when she said flesh. And the way she used flesh, she wasn't talking about body, she was talking about sin nature. You get it? And then she was, so her problem was going to be as she kept going, is that she was gonna to have to prove to me how a good God can make a bad world and that was going to be impossible. I know. <laughs> he didn't make a bad world. He said in the beginning, he looked and everything that he made was good. Exactly. But in this, in this, um, throughout this text, this biblical text, right? Since it is, Jerry said yeah. it's a book. And it yeah, is, come on. And right? he said so you can bring it into evidence. Text, it tells us that this, this Satan, this, this, person who was called Lucifer got kicked out of heaven so fast he made lightning streaks where did he go he came to the earth realm so God said you know what this earth that I created which was good he came down here messed it up you know him and these these hordes of 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 spirits right that got kicked out with him and he said you know what I'm gonna do in your face I'm going to create this this man in my image, in my likeness, to be a guard over this earth realm, to legislate in the earth realm as I legislate in the heavens. And so that's what happened. But then, as we know from the text and the story, we, we, we didn't do so good with the, um, the keeping, the keeping of the, of the house. We got the keys away. Got the keys away. <laughs> that's why we have all of these sin natures and, and different wrongs we would consider wrong based on the operation of demonic presences and stuff. I, I demonic problem. influences. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. 
Thank you so much for playing along with me. I show appreciate that. Seriously, y'all. She went harder to paint. Once y'all in mutual mics and show us some love. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Do we have any Luciferians on the call? That would be. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a Luciferian, but I have a word for it. Okay. All right. So we're gonna get Carol did the Bali and the, we got everybody. Look at everybody woke now. That's me though. Okay. Everybody this is, ready. This, this, this is one thing. You see, like God taught Lucifer everything he knows. He loved Lucifer. That was his chosen angel. And there's two stories to this whole thing. Some stories say that Lucifer came down to the earth plane, right? He was sent to the earth plane to search it out, to, to, to find out what ways can, you know, what things can be created here, what ways can, and got caught, got caught in the density of it and wasn't able to get back to where he came from. So there's a lot of different stories that go on, but remember, Lucifer was God's chosen angel, okay? God loved Lucifer. And who says that Lucifer's not one of our brothers? We're supposed to love all, right? So if you're thinking about that in a way of loving, then we need to just love and embrace all because this is a matrix and we create this matrix. And if we're creating this matrix, those that are resonating on the, on the um, rights and wrong have agreed upon that being in a society so that they can just work through the society because it's a lot of people. So how do you get people to work together and all they have to make some kind of agreements. So this is right and this is wrong. This is one end of the spectrum, here's the other, but it's all part of the same. Mm-hmm, 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 okay. I got no problem with that. I, listen, that was a fantastic argument, wasn't it? That was a fantastic <laughs> argument, I love it. Let me just tell y'all, I'm really gonna blow y'all heads when you remember, when you find out that the Bible doesn't say Lucifer was ever in heaven or a fallen angel right. or, or none of that, that actually came from Milton's Paradise Lost. <laughs> and Thank over you. time, we've merged those two things together. Go ahead, Vasti. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Molly been trying to yeah, get that. Go sure. ahead, Molly. Go ahead, Molly. Come on, I'm ready for you. Good evening, everyone. There she go. There so, she go. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? So my <laughs> perspective and understanding is that you know, I feel like there. What one of the brothers said earlier, when it comes to right and wrong, it's more of a, a, a physical thing and not a spiritual thing. When it comes to spirituality, I don't feel like there's a right and wrong. Um, so you can because I believe so subjectivity, more. I be, so subjectivity yeah. then is because right or wrong power. is a judgment based on on your culture, right? Based on your teachings, based on what your environment, what you've learned. So if you go against right? your culture, well, are you now right or wrong? Ah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I wouldn't say that you're right or wrong. It's just it's just the judgments that you make about right or wrong are based on what you've experienced in life. And so if you look at it from the grand scheme of things, I feel like there is no really true right and wrong. It's everybody vibrates on certain on certain 
on certain frequencies. And right. there's always right. frequencies that, that, that if you're on the same frequency, you're going to attract. And if you're in a direct opposite or, or negative frequency, or I guess not negative, but opposite frequency, you're also going to attract those things that, like somebody said earlier, try to throw you off your path and your of ascension and, and knowing yourself and becoming, you know, more centered and balanced, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. So once you, once you try to do better, like they always say, when you try to do better, the things that, that, that distract you show up. That the, things that, the things that distract you show up and the things that support you show up. So for me, the wrong thing is just the, the opposite vibration of where, where you are and then to a certain extent. And then for, for the right thing is what you're vibing with and just in, in, in a judgment, from a judgment standpoint. But from an overall standpoint, I don't think it's right or wrong to vibrate on different levels, even if it's at a lower vibration or a higher vibration. It's just where the vibration is. Hey, she had an argument, she had a thesis, and she argued that argument and thesis, and I can't say nothing about it, at least not in this class, okay? Not in this class. Good job, come on, y'all clap for her. The whole point here is to get better at what you do. Now, I will, in a second, poke a lot of holes in y'all stuff just to make you better, but not right now. I don't want to do it individually. Let me grab Bastine real quick. I'm trying to get anybody okay. that have heard <laughs> uh, Can you hear me? Antonio? Loud and clear, sir. Okay. All right. Um, I, I'm really enjoying this. This is awesome. <laughs> um, I, I want to jump into this argument with, with, with as much clarity as I possibly can. Um, all truths are false and all falsehoods are true. They're all based on perceptions based on agreed upon ideas. And as an example, we're living in a world that is second, there's, there are many worlds, for instance, and I'll use two words, two passages to help clarify what I'm saying. Thou shall not kill. That is a phrase spiritually that is used in the present world that we live in which is part of the sonum bonum. I know you know what sonum bonum is. You know it. But there is a, th there's another world that predated the sonum bonum's idea, the Greeks. And that world embraced a philosophy called the mystery system. The Timerian system, which said, rather than say, thou shall not kill, it said, I have not killed. Now, these two, one we say is 10 commandments is part of the 10 commandments, which there are over 600 different commandments in the first place. You know, why we haven't adjusted to all of them, I don't know. But the ancient Egyptians, which was the Timerian system, the ancient mystery system, they had commands, not commands, but they had pledges. I have not killed, I have not slept with my neighbor's wife, I have not stolen, and it goes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it now Moses cycle throughout time too. It goes to yes, Moses. Places. Moses had to know those mystery systems. He grew up in Egypt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was basically a priest. He had running the so, water. Exactly. So what we're dealing with, we're wrestling as human beings today, we're wrestling with the 
the concepts or the precepts or whatever, or the teachings from different worlds. And that's why they, all truths are false and all falsehoods are true. And it's, it's, it, it keeps us in a constant battle, but I'll simplify it by saying he who has the biggest gun has the biggest God, and I'll leave it at that. Thank you. Oh, you may feel sit up. So I was going to say plenty, but, but, size, but size doesn't matter. <laughs> Says he, no he who has the biggest ever. gun, the biggest bow and arrow, the biggest ship, yeah, whoever biggest has the biggest God. That's exactly the God that's going to be established in that culture. <laughs> <laughs> After you win that war, you got my religion. That's exactly what's going to happen. That's how God holds out. Cla clarity is disturbing, isn't it? It sure is. It sure is. And, 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 oh, and Charlie, for, for instance, in, in, in Brazil, there, there was an Indian tribe, a tribe that was founded in India. These people had no knowledge of Christianity. They had no knowledge oh. of the Eastern world, Western world, whatever. But there were a number of priests that went to these poor people in this village. And they wanted to convert them to Christianity. And they had no words to even relate to what the Christian ideology is or whatever. So what happened was these priests went back to Italy. And I can bring you this in to validate it, but I've read it. They went back and they actually had a Bible that was transcribed in these people's language. <laughs> and they went back and all of a sudden these people became guilty. They said, oh my God, I kill God. <laughs> They were induced with so much fear and <laughs> of, of, the, of the, that's how powerful it is when we say things. And I think that's why we have to be very careful how we talk uh, because uh, the Council of Nicene, why do we eat pork for Easter? Why do we do it? Very simple, Constantine hated the Jews. <laughs> so in order to keep Jews from becoming converts to Christianity, they ate pork. Okay, I'm definitely just to simplify things. Okay, I'm definitely. Go right ahead. This is no, no. You are you are more right to. Oh, all right, all right. And then I'm going to get Samuel next and Prophet Jerry. Thank Why? you. Why? No, thank you, thank you. Why? Ooh, vesting, gun dog. And I should have let him oh. talk. Okay, for for. <laughs> Go ahead, Samuel. You, you, you saved me right now. Go ahead, Samuel. Okay, for me, when you when you brought up the fact about culture. Mm -hmm. And then they were saying right and wrongs. Um, like for me, I'm from the 80s era, when y'all talking where you had super mega hustlers. Um, from my area, it's a guy named Rayford Evans, a lot of people heard of. So um, I'm, I'm from an area where it, so it was, I became part of a culture. So I adapted to it from my uncles and different things. However, I was raised in the church. Now, I, I was raised and I departed. Like it says, raise up a child where you go, he will depart, he come back. I'm back now. I, but there was times I was getting convicted doing it, you know? So it's consequences for everything. So the consequences for living the lifestyle I was living, jail, death, yeah. robbery, you know? But then the other consequences for doing what's right, look at Jerry yesterday. So, you know, there's... There's good consequences and bad consequences. So it's kind of like a right and a wrong to me. Um, not even just dealing with biblical, 
and, and based upon culture, like you were saying, even look, look at the thing, people paying devil's advocate with the stuff that you've been showing us about the nuns. You know what I'm saying? Like people playing, <laughs> playing with God, you know, stirring up stuff. So, I mean, is that right? Like, yo, y'all done took what's supposed to be holy and playing around and it got stuff going on in this culture that's off the chain. Is that right? Sometimes I say, that's why I said we suffering in America the way we do, because we're doing too much devil advocate playing with stuff, doing stuff foul. That's just my personal thought. But also part of the reason I grind and I mentor men and women so hard, and I'm just going to be straight real with it. I had with strippers it. and all that. And as I started getting kids and stuff, you know, I said, man, I don't want my daughter to be no stripper. And I got, oh, he got somebody else doing Like something inside me started messing with me. Then I realized I was killing people for what I was selling. Then I'm always supposed to putting people at risk for selling for me. And I also was killing myself because I was using stuff. So there's something that, that happens that stirs in you. Even when I was dealing with a particular person <clears throat> and I had first moved out here to West Virginia, like I said, they call it the metropolitan area. I would be going towards DC, which probably take about, it's supposed to take about an hour, 20 minutes. I get there in an hour. And she would call me and say, where you at? And that was like that little bell saying, don't do it, Sam. Don't go down there. And every time I ignored that call, and she would do it. At the, I would try to pick the oddest times. And she was over by Dulles Airport. I'm talking about 45 minutes away. So there are things to try to warn you. Don't go that way. And when you ignore that, here come that consequence. So it's like kind of right and wrong. It's, it's, it's a yes and a no. But now look at how he uses me because I had to make a choice. Not saying I don't get tempted. And I'm done with that. No, no, that's good. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I appreciate you. I appreciate it. He ain't had no argument. He just said, look here, this how it is, young blood. <laughs> good stuff. May, may, I good put stuff. Something, may I put something in there? Sure can, and then Prophet Jerry. And then I'm and coming back to what Vastine said. I just wanted to yeah, let that cool I'm down a little say, Vastine. <laughs> Listen, the way that I've always heard about the Lucifer or Satan or whatever was like in the very beginning of Job, it says that he has a conversation. And, and with that word conversation, you have to say one, I value you as a person because I'm talking to you. I'm not demanding of you and I'm not speaking over you. So it says that he converses with the devil as if to say, what are you doing? And then he explains what he's actually doing. But I, I just no, good point. To put good that point. in there, like a yeah, friend, you know, you know like a. Mm -hmm. That's a good argument to introduce. Uh, most scholars would tell you that the book of Job was the first complete book written of the uh, Torah. I want to say Torah and not the Bible. Okay, I have my reasons of the Torah. The book of Job was actually the first complete, but the first one before Genesis first one. And if you read it, it does make sense. Prophet Jerry, go ahead. So um, it's a quick question. A lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff. <laughs> um, wasn't Satan called Halal before? Oh my. Oh my. I mean, because some say he wasn't kicked out of heaven. Some say he was. But going back to some history, I believe his name was Halal. It wasn't Lucifer at first, 
but co- co- correct me. I just you posted know, it in the chat. I just posted it in the chat. Okay. Someone did some research on it. Okay, so I'm gonna go I'll back. Share to my, I'll share it to my screen too while you're talking. Yeah. So basically, halal, and once he got above himself, you know, the way according to what the Christian believe, Satan got above himself and wanted to take over heaven, and so he got kicked out. You know, this is what we've been taught from a child. You know, the Archangel Michael kicked them out and all that stuff. But isn't it true about the part that his name was not called Satan or Lucifer at first? Wasn't it called, um, Hal- I can't even pronounce it now. Halal, yeah, that's my question. It, it most certainly is not as far I post, I kind of anticipated the name. So I posted Isaiah 14, 12 uh, through 15 out there earlier for the Lucifer there. Uh, and what is objective without slanting anything is there is no mention of hell of any kind of any adversary, any other God, because you, you, you do know when y'all say the devil, you, you accidentally say another God, but you believe in one God. I'm not sure if you actually process that information, but you're saying it's a good God and a bad God. I'm, I'm not sure if you, you even go so far to say that the good God owes the bad God a debt and had to pay a ransom. I'm, I'm not sure if you realize that, but that is one of the flaws with the ransom uh, argument of just, not just, atonement, of atonement. But answering your question, it, oh man, I hate doing this. To answer your question, there is a school of thought. There we go, there we go. Uh, that's that wouldn't be Satan, Jerry. He actually, who is and it's actually Baal, and that would be another god. So much to the point in which, in which Elijah in First Kings chapter eighteen would go to war with said God at the Mount of Carmel, which is why most churches are called Mount Carmel. Just so you know, okay, just, just so you know. First Kings chapter 18. Now, <clears throat> syncretism, sin, meaning same, sin, synopsis, synchronize. Synchronize our watches, put our watches on the same time, okay? Syncretism, is the merging of two different philosophies. And as they sit over time, they become one. You take some of this one and some of that one, and they become this new synthesis. In the Babylonian captivity, there is a strong argument. I'm trying to watch my words here so much. 
that that happened. Why? Because the Babylonians had a good God and a bad God. And every night, the good God, the, excuse me, every night the bad God would try unfit over the good God. And then every morning, the good God would resurrect and reign supreme. And then you have what we call 400 years of silence, not we, what is commonly called 400 years of silence is intertestamental, intertestamental period. That is the way you Christians understand it, what happened between Malachi and Matthew at 400 years. Over that time is when you start getting good God, bad God, Lucifer or Satan this but if you look at the old testament that's never there it's never there it's just absolutely never there just never there okay now on that website i sent you fantastic argument and then there are some names i wouldn't say i don't i me personally because i'm too conservative i wouldn't say the names changed i would say ideas and wokeness or whatever you want to call it came together and start coming making solid arguments is what i would rather say it's what i would rather say to answer your question daoud i saw you it's, it's almost too hard not to say something right now it's almost too hard not to say something right now <laughs> okay um so uh in islam obviously there is uh also another school of thought come on um with regard to uh, Satan, and um, mm -hmm. obviously you're aware that, um, I, I don't know if it's the Arabic name for it, but his name is Shaitan, uh, which yep. in English is Satan. And um, so we believe that, at least what I was taught to believe and what I've read is that he was very much loved by God um, and he was very um, devoted and that he spent that there's not a place on the earth where he did not spend time in prayer toward God. Um, but that also he was, he was an entity that was made out of a, a smokeless flame. So he was the leader of the jinn. So he was the main uh, jinn entity. And, um, and, but he was always in the company of the angels. So they likened it to, not in the Quran, but how uh, uh, an Imam explained it, like he used this analogy that if you get a dog and the dog becomes a part of the family, you automatically include the dog as part of the family. Now with, with Satan, he wasn't necessarily an angel. He was a different entity, but because he was in such high rank, he was included in the meetings with the angels. And so, uh, that's where there is this, this argument of whether he was an angel or not. But it's basically because he was, he was such a high ranking member in the heavens among the jinn. And that his fall began when Adam was being created. And that when Adam was created or, or while he was in creation, who knows how much time, because there's no such thing as time and space in that realm that Satan was allowed to investigate the body of Adam and Adam was made out of clay, right? Uh, yep, yep, uh, yep, I'm following sound, you. Sounding clay. 
And um, there's one or two documentaries where they've said, and I'm just segueing, where they were trying to prove whether man or not is made out of sand because, you know, because of this whole clay story. And when they broke it down to its finest molecule, they, it showed that there are some sediments there that are linked to man being made out of clay. That's one of the, right. the things that he's made out of. And so when Satan was in the company of Adam while Adam was still being, uh, uh, was just not there, on, kind of like on display, but just laying there. And he was allowed to tour the body because he was made out of the smokeless, this kind of energy. He was able to witness and see all the defects of man. Mm -hmm. And um, when, when God had um, instructed, commanded for all the angels to bow down to, to Adam, Satan would not. And Satan's argument was that because I am better than him, which is what we see as the first, that was the first sign of racism, where one party thought that they were better than the next party because of their, uh, what they were made out of or how they looked or their appearance. And um, so he would not bow down and, and God asked him why. And that's when he said, because I am better than him. He is made out of clay and while I am made out of the smokeless flame, I'm made out of a fire. And what Satan had vowed from then on out was that I will, prove to you that this, that man is an ungrateful creature. And from then on out, I will be to him an enemy avowed. And from that point on, because of his, obviously because of his arrogance and, and God had said that I know ye what ye know not. Um, because even the angels were protested a little bit when they said, why would you create something that would create destruction on the earth? And God said to them, I know what ye know not. And he commanded Adam to tell him the names of all things, names that they did not know. And when Adam had revealed all the names of creation, which obviously was through God's knowledge, that's when the angels understood that, yes, my Lord, you, we, we do not know what ye know. And every one of them surrendered to God except, except Satan. But because of Satan's arrogance and because he thought he was better, this is why he was cast down. And this is why it's so important for us in Islam. They always say um, that you must, which is a universal principle, you must stay in gratitude regardless of what the circumstances bring. Whether it's good or whether it's bad, out of goodness, there can be bad that comes out of it. Out of something bad, something good can also come out of it. But that it regardless of the situation, one should always be in a state of, of gratitude because Satan had vowed that he would prove that man is an ungrateful creature. Anyway, that's all I had to say. No, 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 no. That's, that's fantastic. And I'm glad that you said all that because you allow me, yes, feel it giving you a few thumbs up. You allow me. Very well said, very well yes. said. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yes, yes. You allow me to play a little game with you. Ah. So let's play it. Yes, yes. Let's let's play a little game. Okay. It's a game show. That's it. Door number two. Welcome. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play a game of yeah. teach people how close we are. 
Let's do that. Okay, let's try. Let's have only a conversation about Islam. Okay, that's it. Nothing else. Is Jesus in the Quran? Yes, sir. Many times. More than Muhammad. Thank you so much for saying that. Mm -hmm. Is Jesus... Well, I'm, I'm going to say that one until the end. Hold on, I'm going to say that until the end. Is Jesus a highly respected prophet in the Quran? Very much. And to be Muslim, you have to love Jesus. <sighs> to be Muslim, do you have to love Jesus? He stole my 100%. question. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Okay. Yeah. So hold on. I have more questions, but be honest, who didn't know any of that? <laughs> Grace was like, no, no. Say it on the mic, Grace. Hold on, because you ain't the only one. I am full Baptist. You know I didn't know that, man. Come on. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you how many. <laughs> Chris is so need. I need a drink. <laughs> Y'all got see Chris. Chris got the whole yeah. wide open mouth face like he can't believe it. This is so good. I'm, I'm not even done because all right, to be Muslim, you must, must love Jesus. 100%. Now, this is a trick question. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not a trick question, but not, not for you, but because there's two different phases to this. Don't answer the don't answer what really happened but i need you to answer the first part of it i'm trying not to lead him did jesus go to the cross don't answer the second part you know like what happened but did jesus get tried for crucifixion in the quran yes i believe okay. he was yeah. yes <clears throat> now this is where it gets different here in the quran it says specifically no harm will ever come to a prophet mm -hmm. so yeah. something uh, do, all right would you like to say what happened all right everybody <laughs> sitting up they, <laughs> did y'all know jesus went to the cross in the quran because yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. I need you to know this. Yeah. Now watch there, this. Oh, no, yeah. Go ahead. No, please. No, no. Please. Yes, he did. And there was a lot of, for me, a lot of confusion concerning that. Um, um, and there were one or two arguments where he was replaced that's by right. that's, somebody that's, else. That's the, there was an argument. Yeah? So, so God put his, brought his hand down, lifted Jesus up. Yes. He's yes. in heaven, sitting yes. at the right hand of the Father. Right. And, and God replaced him with a replica and let the Romans kill that person because it was in accordance to, what does it say, scriptures? Accordance to right. scriptures of the Quran. Because right. God can't lie. And I would never, ever let one of my prophets have any harm. Right. So, this is why I say it's two parts. So did you know? Wow, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You know I've been in church. You know I've been in church all my life. Baptist, Pentecostal, holiness, 
you know, all all the above, apostolic, and never knew that. Come on, man. Jesus is the high. Jesus, see what Moses is to the Torah. Because you gotta understand, my 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 scholarship is in Jewish culture, Jewish scriptures, Jewish covenants. So you hear me say Torah because I just got too much training to say Old Testament. I can't do that because it's, it's inappropriate. It's offensive to my Jewish brothers and sisters because it implies there's a New Testament. But if you're Orthodox Jew, there cannot be a New Testament. You know what I'm saying? But let's keep going. Now, what Moses is to what you call the Old Testament, the Honorable Muhammad is in the Quran. Because spoke directly to God. God gave Muhammad the words. Right. So did Moses face to face. Am I being accurate? Yep, absolutely. He asked to see God. And when he did, he was struck down because of God's, you know, <laughs> enormity. Uh, yes. Yeah. Now, this is going to blow y'all minds. How for me now? This is this isn't what I'm doing to him is a bit unfair because I'm forcing. We're going all over the Quran right now. Uh, He's like I'm really <laughs> testing his Quranical knowledge. It's unfair. It's totally unfair. But he's doing a fantastic. Or he's he it. He's I, but I do. But see, the cool thing is because when you when you're when you're Muslim, you have to know. You have to. They they have a they have an edu- they have a emphasis on education and they don't translate the Quran the way you translate the Bible for accuracy. Well, let's just say to keep the the, authenticity, the authenticity. That makes sense though, because the reason why we found the Dead Sea Scrolls Christians is because you don't throw away what's living. All right. What do you do with something that is living? You bury it. Mm-hmm. The only reason you got copies of scriptures is because they view the Bible as living words. So when Rome came to destroy them, they buried them because you can't throw out what's living. Help me, somebody. And then by great chance, God made sure that the land stayed dry enough to hold paper together. Mm. I tell you, God dog it. All right, anyway, we're gonna get out of that. We 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 we're gonna keep going. Uh Dajal, can you tell us about uh, yeah, okay. Now, come that on. Is... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everybody knows him, but he, he his Arabic name is Dajjal, but his English name he goes. He's the Antichrist, basically, and he will rise from the Middle East. Okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You took him too fast. You took him too fast. You took him too fast. Okay. Did anybody know that the Quran includes a major narrative of the Antichrist? (laughs) Gonna blow their minds just now. Oh, man, we gotta do some of this video ASAP. Okay. <laughs> did y'all 
so already the reason I'm doing this is because it is a frequent taught. It is frequent in the South, in the South. I can't say what church looks like in Ohio. I just know it ain't like the South because in the South they had slaves. And I talk to Serena, my friend, all the time. And every time she say, my friend Serena, who is black, cannot understand systematic racism to the level she should, because she grew up in Ohio. And it blows my mind that you can be black and not understand that. But it just shows you the difference there. You understand? And Go ahead, Phil, because you definitely got something to say here. Well, uh, I'm, I'm 69 and one quarter years old. And I remember growing up, we didn't have uh, water fountains for whites and colors. We didn't have bathrooms for whites and colors. We didn't have anything. But when we went down to Florida, we had them. Yep. I saw that. I, I, literally, my, other two, my adopted parents and my adopted brother were all Italian and really dark skinned. So when we would go to Florida, they would get so tanned that people would think they were black. So whenever we went into a restaurant, they always made sure I went in first because I got these green eyes that they would like, I said, oh, they're not black. They can come here and sit. This is in my generation. Wow. So I understand the difference. I, I, I had a obvious experience, the difference between the way it was treated in the North and the way it was treated in the South. It was day and night. Amazing. I never knew that. That's all brand new information. Me, me and Serena. So I'm, so I, I mentor Serena and we have to have these come, these conversations come up. Never knew in my life. I just baffled me. Go ahead, Susan. Yeah. In stay the unmuted, because we're not finished. The first capital uh, of Ohio, Chillicothe, um, which is right near our hometown, very historic town. One of my good friends, their home, beautiful home, um, has a whole other lower level for the Underground Railroad. And wow. so they, they had the slaves stay there. Wow. So there's whole different kitchens in the lower level. And you're talking and, about Ohio, though, right? You surely yes, ain't talking about oh, Ohio. I know you ain't talking Railroad. about Florida. All right. And they, you know, my hometown in Ohio, there were places like that. Yeah. The Underground Railroad, yeah, where they. Absolutely would bring the slaves through and protect wow. them. It, That's that, all right, I have so much to say, but the reason I brought that up is because in the South, I can't say for, I don't want to say big, so big C church, that's Christianity. Little C church is the local body. In the South, all Muslims going to hell. <laughs> that's, that's what's taught. That's what's talking. <laughs> if look, just to back me up, if you were taught that, would you please unmute your mic and, and testify that I'm gonna let Bastille say something? All of them. All of them. Yep. Yep. If you ain't following Jesus, you're going straight to hell. Yeah, this this uh, Antonio and to the group tonight. Th this this is the best conversation I've had in a long time. Come Best on, thing man. I've ever listened oh, yeah. to in a long time. Yeah. But I want to say this. I want to say this if I can, and then I'm going to sit back and I just want to just sit back and I, I want to say that uh, I don't have to believe and 
I don't have to believe nothing in the book of Psalms. I don't have to believe nothing about the creation story. I don't have to believe none of that. All of that is totally insignificant. When I think in terms of where we have accumulated so much information and knowledge, where we are at this point, at the, the crossroad of all the great religions, and I say this respectfully, because, again, I don't have to believe that David ever slept with Bathsheba. That's, that's, mm. not, that's not based on belief. Mm. The, the common thing that I use in my message, we're all special. And the special thing that we all have in common is that every, every one of us have a fear of dying. Mm. Yeah, no. that, is the, that is the entire essence of what our beliefs are all about, is where do we go when we leave this dispensation? Now, I love the story of Jesus because his death was okay, but it was his resurrection. And I don't have to believe nothing else. I don't have to, I, I can say the hell with everything else. But I have, but, but based on, I can't find anything in my mind with my level of intelligence that would lend itself to relying on anything beyond his life to give me eternal life. That's it. And I'm saying that tonight because th 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 these are deep thoughts for a lot of people right now. Oh, we There's much I, I still have to learn. Uh, when I had to study the Torah and the Quran, Islam is the youngest major religion in the world in the sense of the written word. You know, the, the Quran in itself, and it can be validated here tonight. I'm so happy to be engaged in this conversation. Come on, man. The Prophet Muhammad, it was on this planet less than 800 years ago. Would I be correct in saying that? Six, nine, Am I correct? Uh, 1,400 years. Yeah, yeah, four, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, yes. like six, it was like six, 671 or something, something like that. So 1,400 years. Exactly. So what I'm saying is God in his merciful wisdom, his knowledge is beyond that of men. Mm. So whatever God, whatever route he had to take to bring us all to this one pinnacle, the top of this pyramid of understanding, there are many languages. There are many ways to get to this, this wonderful point and the struggle and all of these are just steps to get us where we are now. And he's really telling me that I don't have to, I don't have to deal with all that other stuff. I can know it, but it's insignificant. It does nothing for my salvation. So that's all I wanted to say, but this is deep tonight and it'll help me as a speaker when I speak because the world is, the world is very small now. And I want to thank my brother from South Africa for coming tonight and, <laughs> And Thank sharing and, and, and giving us this food because this, we're in dire need. We're starving for understanding. Uh, we, we know a lot, but we understand very little. Mm. Thank you very much. God Before I let Chris go, right. I want to point out something. Yeah, no, no, we can clap for that. We can clap for that. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead, Phil. Well, three things. Number one, the greater the sea of knowledge, the wider the shore of the unknown. The more you know, the more you know you don't know. 
exactly it. I know a lot less today at 69 and a quarter than I did at 59 and a quarter. And I know I'm going to know a lot less at 79 and a quarter than I do today at 69 and a quarter. I don't know anything. Number two, and I've said this before, but I'll repeat it. The lions eating the Christians in the Coliseum, that was God's infomercial. Because <laughs> think of it, the Christians are praising God, dear Lord, praise you, Lord, as the lions rip them apart. And there's thousands of people in those seats looking down on them and say, man, what have they got that I ain't got? What kind of God are they worshiping that they're praising God as they're being ripped apart by lions? I better check out that God quietly, but I better check it out. Mm. And then the third thing, Jesus committed suicide. You've heard of suicide by cops? He had suicide by the Sanhedrin and suicide by the, by the Pharisees. He knew he was going to die. He could have stopped at any time he wanted to, but he allowed mm -hmm. it to happen because he knew that was the process that needed to be done to show the world how to win, how to overcome death. And in the Neil Donald Walsh's the thing I've quoted before, number 11 is there's no, death does not exist. What you call death is merely a process of re-identification. Yeah, hear that? All right. This, I mean, oof. not only did to, to back up Jesus commit suicide point, the church, now I'm talking about Big C Church now, had to tell Christians and about 170 ish AD, stop killing yourself. That's not how you get to heaven. I'm dead serious, because here's what they did. It became a practice to die like your Lord. And Christians were running and throwing themselves on fires and praising because the closest way, because right, be like Christ, the closest way to become a disciple was to sacrifice yourself. And the big what time frame was that? This was what time? This was completely from 95 AD to about 200 AD. That whole period. That whole period. Jaquita, let me hear from you. Um, that point that you just said about the people sacrificing themselves because of their um, following practices. I think we see that today with the, the, the small C, the local body versus the mm. big C because mm. people follow religion. They follow these practices, these laws, these man-made um, imposed upon things and they don't understand relationship with God. And so, like you said, that, that wisdom in your, in your, um, in your in your story that you were telling about how oh maybe it was um Dayud, what he was saying you were saying about the wisdom of adam was able to express because he was tapped into the mind of god and so when we are tapped into the mind of god in relationship with god then we move and operate a different way mm. versus people who are just going along based on what my grandma and them said and the pastor said and that's why we see so many people who are unsure and don't know how to really function 
as a whole being, they have all this church hurt and they have all this, this, you know, self-destructing behaviors and all these things. And they're, they're trying all these things, trying to fill these holes because they're religious and not relational. Mm. Antonio. Yes, ma'am. Going back to, you know, what Phil was saying in the conversation of death, if I don't know how many of you have been with someone as they are leaving this earth, but I have experienced that four times. And, you know, for, for the whole time, not just in the room at that moment, but the days and hours leading up to that. And, and then the moment that that person passes on and the energy in that room, the feeling in that room, feeling that soul lifting out of the body and just rise. I, would, I could just feel myself rising up as far as I could to the ceiling with that soul going and saying goodbye and watching that and feeling that soul leaving this earth there's nothing like it and that's the experience of death death is not dying it's leaving in an instant from this plane to the next plane and it's the most beautiful experience that i've ever felt i mean i thought childbirth you know was amazing the birth of a child in that moment and it's that same joy feeling knowing what is happening that just it's it's just unbelievable and i don't know how many have experienced that but it is well, from real. A, you go yeah, from a male else. perspective the holiest i've ever felt was at the birth of my children when that entity takes its first breath there's something going on in the room now the ladies they're busy doing stuff so us men, we've got it pretty well. We got nothing else to do but check out what's going on, as opposed to what the what the women have to do to make that happen. But it's uh, I've never been, it, and we forget every pain that ever happened once we hear that cry. That's why we continue to have the babies. <laughs> Amazing. I ain't forget. Next time he talked back to me, I didn't, you know split my skin open. I'm gonna remind you. I am. <laughs> I'm remind you, boy. You know what I did for you? It made me boo boo on myself. You talking it back to me? I know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I know what I'm gonna say. All right. Now, I got a lot of stuff to say. Someone kindly asked me. A very kind person asked me, when Antonio, when you're talking about you know, sac not sacrifice, but suicide. What about the Muslims who? do suicide bombings in the name of the Lord. That is not true at all. It's that is not true. Let me, Dawood, I'm going to let you <laughs> on, but let me take up for you, brother. Hold up. Because <laughs> it, it, it's powerful yeah. when someone outside of your religion knows the truth and takes up for you, okay? That is to, that is to first off, is that's 10% of people it's you're talking it's not even 10 percent. that's way too high of a number i want you to think of proud boy yeah yeah i know i'm talking about in, in yeah. america that's kkk but like right kkk you know what i'm saying like 
you know, KKK is already to the right, but this Proud Boys are to the right. Those are your terrorists. The Proud Boy in America is what suicide bombers are in the East. And there's no such thing as the Middle East. And I really wish we would stop saying that. But that is just some programming that we put in. But there's no Africa. It's not the Middle East. There is no Middle East. Okay, it just, no. it just makes sense. But what you have here, essentially, is people saying a narrative, and they're claiming this is the narrative of God. No different than this is the narrative of God. You black people go back to Africa. If you have, if you attempt to make suicide bombers Muslims, then you must also make proud boy Orthodox Christians. Sorry, that's just the way it is. You have to, the, 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 think about it, all the stuff we just talked about. It's because you ain't never had a conversation with a Muslim. Let's face it. Let's 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 face it. And, and then Dawood, I'm gonna let you respond to that because you need to. No, no problem. Because think about it this way, y'all. Muslims consistently have to endure in seminars in America. Y'all bring up scriptures and God, Jesus, and they never have a problem. You know why? Because they love Jesus. They love God. And quite frankly, translating into English, we are brothers of the book. Did I mm-hmm. translate that right? Yes, 100%. Okay. We're brothers of the book. That's, that's literally what the Quran calls Christians and Jews. I'm not joking. Why? Because everybody brings their lineage. By everybody, I mean Jew, Quran, and Jew, Muslim, and Christians back to Abraham. Yeah. Which means Abraham had had one God, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Which means Allah and God and same same thing. All right, all right. Now you, if you, I will let you respond to the terrorists. <laughs> now, now, keep in mind, the kindest person on this call was just asking a question. All right, this wasn't someone being belligerent. Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. I mean, amongst the the, the greater Islamic. First of all, Islam has the, the word Islam has a negative connotation that the media has spun as, right. uh, as, as a fundamentalist religion. All Islam means is surrender in English. Yes, it means to it surrender. And surrender to what? It's the, the same thing that Abraham practiced, Isaac, Jacob, Ishmael, all of them, was to surrender to one God, one entity. So that's what Islam is. It's, it's the, the absolute total surrender of your ego to this higher all-knowing, all-seeing power. And that the Quran is just a continuation of God's self-disclosure coming from Abraham all the way down to Moses, all the way down to Jesus. And then the prophet Muhammad, who was the seal of all the prophets, he closed the, the, the gap or the lineage. And all of them are part of the same brotherhood. And that God had created man as a, as a mercy. Um, he had created us in, uh, um, 
in differences so that we may recognize one another. So if we were all created the same, that would be chaos. How would we be able to recognize one another? So we believe that we are all part of this one brotherhood and this one journey that is leading to this ultimate source, right? Um, wow. Being that said, when Muhammad was receiving revelation for the first eight years of his life, he didn't teach people how to pray. He was, for the first eight years, all he taught them was love, how to love your brother, how to serve your sister, how to love the orphan, how to love the poor, how to love the indigent. Because prayer that is devoid of love is insignificant. So it was all about, so love was the religion. The, everything else was just the ritual. Uh, so how we pray and all of that is all part of the ritual. Getting back to the teaching of what Muhammad was telling us is that it is not correct for any Muslim to practice extremism because there were many who were coming into the fold of Islam who were starting to pray, like trying to pray more than the Prophet Muhammad. They were trying to fast more. They were trying to do everything more. And he was constantly warning people that when they take things to the extreme, it will lead to extreme actions. And as a result of that, it will create some kind of segregation amongst people and break, break up the brotherhood and the sisterhood. And so he always practiced or always tried to teach us that it was about, the religion of Islam is about practicing balance and moderation in everything that you do. Right. And so for us, whenever we see an extremist behavior or a person claiming that he's doing something in the name of Islam by practicing some kind of extreme measure, we are already of the opinion and of the belief that that is already outside the practice of Islam because it's Islam is about- Islam, Islam yes, is surrender. To surrender to the Almighty and the Almighty doesn't condone taking innocent lives. You know, that is totally, and, and so we condemn it, but it falls on deaf, <laughs> it does fall on deaf ears. <laughs> It's but our yeah. media is stronger than your condemnation. Right, right. And we know that it's, it's you know, the whole, all these uh, Al-Qaeda and what, to us, they are not proper, they're not Muslim. They fall under the banner of a Muslim, but that's all it is. They, they, they not, they're not Muslim. They, they are there to, to precipitate some kind of political agenda. That's right. You know, and who knows who they are in line or aligned with, but we know that they don't fall in the practice of what the Quran says about loving your brethren, loving mankind, and that even if there are differences between you and it's live and let live. I appreciate that you are helping somebody. We haven't, I haven't even blown your mind yet. Let me get feel. I'm gonna blow your mind, then we go ahead. Two things, there. just as the Christians weren't Christians when they did the Crusades. Man, what big facts that is. Big facts. Man. And then, may I, may yes, I wordsmith you a little bit? Yes, please. I, I believe that balance is not the right term because when something's balanced, what's happening? Nothing. In the middle. I believe the better term is alignment. Alignment. Okay. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Crus that crusade points are so good. Mm. That you let me bring up this point. I, man, I hate doing this. During that time, 
there was Muslims won battles, didn't kill a single Christian, spared their lives. Yeah, we weren't supposed to. Christians killed every Muslim possible. I'm not talking about, I'm just telling you what history is. That's you. What you do with that is what you want to do with it. That's, that's up to you. You're grown. You're grown. Now, Chris, you've well, been waiting. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jerry. I, I was just going to say, Antonio, I think a lot of that is, and again, you have to take it in context of the time. And when we look at, uh, at who's controlling what's going on, um, a lot of folks were convinced that that's what they had to do. Let's just put it that way. Fair enough. And that's right. And that's not a good thing. Um, but society has always been controlled by a few. And and I, I think that that was a big part of what happened there. And like I say, it's a horrible thing, but it's part of our history. I certainly can't disagree with that. I mean, you're talking about history again, right? <laughs> no, Jerry, that real thing that happened didn't happen for real, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. So in the middle of listening to everybody, it's funny how, like, everybody was going back to why this originally wrote. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, so as I was listening to everybody, I was writing this, and it seemed like everybody's uh, statement was going back to what I just wrote. And it was basically this. You have the right to choose what you believe is right or wrong. Anything that vibrates with you shall uplift you. The other shall disrupt. Just be aware that if you ch- that your choices go against the masses, there will be rejection or retaliation until accepted by the masses. You own it. I can't even say that. You took all of me off the ball. <laughs> Jesus is mentioned in the Quran many a times. Uh, something like 25, 24. No, it's, it's something. It's something. Okay. Now, in my notes that I have, because I've done this for quite some time, and do we, uh, uh, help me out, Dawood. I've got, I try, it's hard for me to translate from. Arabic to English. Is it ayah? Is it is this how we say a verse in Quran? Um, yeah, ayah, ayah. Ayah. Okay. All mm. right. Now, now I want to read some eyes to you. All right. So let's let's go here. I have them down. She said, "My lo-, she was Mary. Mm. Oh, Lord, how will I have a child when no man has touched me? Now, did anybody know?" That Mary was a virgin <laughs> in the Quran. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know these stories were in the Quran. Because Jerry hit the nail on the head when Jerry said you've been controlled to Christians have been controlled to think that Muslims are bad, not be, it's it's all political. It's simple. Muslims are brown. Let's keep it real. You can't have uh, it's carried it's carried through to this very day, hasn't it? Yes. Let's keep it real. If you bring over a bunch of brown people, then white people won't have power no more. Now, I'm blanket statement white people that's not fair at all. But I'm talking about those elite that Jerry were alluded to that want to play in power. Mm. Like the worst thing that 
I knew, asterisk here, I knew that President-elect Joe Biden was going to win the election in pre-thingamabobbies, whatever you call it. Because the worst thing, this is historical, and everybody on here who's old enough knows this. Pre, you know, what'd you call it? Pre-roll, pre-voting, what you call it? Early vote, God dog it. You know what I'm trying to say. Early voting, all right? Early voting. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, you know, early voting. Let me tell you what, everybody, everybody here old enough to know knows the worst thing. Every time the Democratic Party wins, more people voted. The worst thing that can ever happen to the Republican Party is a lot of people vote. It's why Republicans always win midterms and have trouble during a presidential election. You understand? So when I said white people, I did not mean all white people. I'm talking about, would, would you, would you let a bunch of people you know go vote liberal? <laughs> right? The, the only thing I would say, Antonio, is I don't think our president is really a Republican. Oh, no, he's not. There's no, and that, that's for, he, just, so out of respect to the Republican Party. The Republican Party has a great civil war happening that, that to be honest with you, that bankers funded. We've got to keep it real. If we're going to keep it real, we got to keep it all the way real. You got the what's your people that with the stores and stuff the people that be big fancy stores uh, uh go ahead Phil. i remember these these doggone stores well the republican party isn't acting like the republican party i grew up with no not even close not not even close and then you can stretch that another six nine and one quarter years and that republican the first republican party was liberal yeah <laughs> okay. and and antonio yes sir uh, all of my grand great grandparents were Republicans. Uh, wow. We didn't become Democrats until Franklin Delano Roosevelt became president. But all the the Republican Party was once African American predominantly, because the Democratic Party was the Dixiecrats, which did not allow blacks to be a member of the Democratic Party. So, yeah, again, it's that progression. It's, it's that step going towards step. the pyramid, the top. And we've embraced the Democratic Party only because it began to change where the Republican right. Party began to move right and whatever. But I just wanted to throw that in because no, a lot of did. people may not know that. We were, no, no, we were once the Republican Party. Two people on this call knew that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> three, I think, think we... Three, okay. Three. And we're almost melding into through the, the graft and corruption, we're melding into, in reality, a one-party system. You know what? If I have time, remind me to bring up what I believe is going to happen next with the parties. If I do, I'm in the class like that, I'm going to run. I'm going to run off real quick. I'm going to say what I think, and I'm going to run. All right? I'm going to run super quick. In the Quran, Virgin Mary is a virgin. That that right there should tell you y'all been lied to your whole life. You've been lied to the whole life. That is Quran 347. Next one. 
indeed, the example of Jesus to Allah is like that of Adam. He created him from dust. He said to be to him be, and he was. Now, this is going to have a problem with Nicene, Nicene Creed card carrying Christians. That was a bunch of syllables there. I had, yeah, a bunch of seeds there. I had to get there because Jesus is God. You understand? In the Quran, Jesus is created. Just get past that for a second. You'll be okay. And know that. In Romans chapter 12, verses 12 through 24. Yep. Romans chapter 12. No, that's not 12. Yeah, I'm right. Romans chapter 12, verse 12 to 24. You have Paul saying two Adams. The first Adam and the second Adam. Okay, so even Paul refers to Jesus as a type of Adam. Do you understand? And if you're Christian, you love Paul. So just deal with it. You love Paul. Let's keep going. Jesus said, in, uh, that, was, that was Quran 359. Jesus said, indeed, I am the servant of Allah. He gave me the scripture and made me a prophet. 1930. So she pointed to him. They said, how can we speak to the one who is in the cradle, a child? And Jesus said, indeed, I am the servant of Allah. So this is different. But hold on. I can cure the blind and the leper and I give life to the dead all by the permissions of Allah 349. The difference between your Bible story and Christian is Hollywood and Walmart spent billions of dollars to tell you that Jesus was born in a manger. You know, you know all the, the, the gold and the, you know, all that stuff. That, that happened. That is not what happened. Okay. That's not what happened. But in the Quran, Jesus was actually is so revered as blank. I haven't said that yet. That's what's going to blow your mind. So revered as blank, he taught as a baby. Mm -hmm. That was a miracle, yeah. The miracle was this infant held though, that conversation I just said to you. And, and defended his mother because Mary wasn't allowed to speak, I believe, when he was born. And so everybody was slandering her. And... Um, and um, he came to the defense of his mother, defending her. And that's when he spoke from the cradle, um, defending mm -hmm. his mother, Mary. Yeah, her chastity. Yeah. yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And I'm getting a lot of private questions too, and they're fantastic. As a matter of <laughs> fact, y'all asking questions, they're fantastic. There's more scriptures. The point is, but I, I wanna hurry up and get out of here by the next seven minutes. The point is, there's a lot of stuff going on, isn't it? Now, what, now let me blow your mind. I was saving this for last. I got to lean all the way. Oh, go ahead. Well, hold on, Antonio. Before you go there. Yeah, go ahead. How do we explain tonight to a potential recruit? <laughs> <laughs> I should wait till later in the conversation. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, we talk about this, then we talk about this, then we talk about this. They're going, oh, I think I got, I, I got to go. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, you guys are going ahead. Y'all need to organize my stock drawer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, this is not fair because he's all over the Quran right now. However, I'm gonna ask the question anyway. Mm. If there, if the Jal is an antichrist, then who is Christ? 
So we believe, obviously, on the cross, Christ didn't die, right? He, he ascended. Listen to this. Wait, y'all listen to this. <laughs> the Quran has ascension, and it is a core principle of the Quran. Mm. Keep going. So the Christ, who is... And the ascended. only one who hasn't died, he will return back to stop, us. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. And Christ is still living at the right hand of the Father. And he is coming what? He is returning the second coming. What? Yeah. I'll get the Quran has a second coming. If you mind how is that how is that possible? How is that possible that we have been taught the exact same thing? Exact same Thing. This man just, he's not even finished. I just keep interrupting him because I'm trying to let y'all know <laughs> that you've been lied to in the major way. Jesus is the Christ. Christ is a title. It means king. It means Messiah. It means anointed one. And Jesus never died. The same way yo Jesus right now, Grace, is living Daoud's Jesus right now living. is living. Mm -hmm. And both your Jesus, who is one, is waiting to come back to do what, Daoud? To, to destroy the Antichrist come and on, to man. rule. <laughs> and to rule what? Uh, and to rule over the earth. Stop right there. Did y'all see that? What if I told you that the Quran says Jesus is going to descend upon earth and rule the earth. How would I be any different than your Bible? You, you know what I'm saying? You like, not that you, you shouldn't hate anybody, but you have more in common with Muslims than you do Orthodox Jews. Do you drink beer, Dowd? <laughs> no. No? No, no. You don't drink alcohol at all? Yeah, no, anything that, yeah, you, you, anything that intoxicates you, um, you, you shouldn't be taking it. Although no, I did no, try. I, yeah, no. yeah, I, I, I understand. I just love to buy you a beer someday. That's yeah. all I was thinking. Uh, thank you, thank you. I, thank he's going to buy an alcoholic God. Yes, You sir. do take your shoes off at the door, though, don't you? Um. At the mosque, yes, out of respect. Yeah, Just cleanliness purposes, yeah, yeah. What about your home? Uh, my home, yeah, usually we do, but it's not like a religious practice, but for the mosque, definitely, you do take off your shoes uh, as a sign of humility and piety. Surrender. Yeah. Good job, Phil. Last you, thing. Jesus, but Jesus has to, but, but, but Antonio, but Jesus died. The sacrifice is important. Daoud, what happens at the end of the story? Well, he rules over the earth for like a thousand years. That's right. A thousand years. Yeah. And, and then he takes a mortal blow. Yes. I knew that. Yes. I believe he does. <laughs> yeah. And he dies. And then he dies. Yeah. And ushers in peace or something like that okay yeah 
There you have it. Even in the Quran, your Messiah will give his life for the world. Jerry wants me to, Prophet Jerry wants me to explain the pork thing. Muslims do not eat pork because pork is just flat out a filthy animal. Let's just face mm -hmm. that. But besides that, Jews who were Hebrew, Hebrews who are Jews who become Christians did not eat pork. The only reason you eat pork now is because God did not reverse what he said, what God said. I, if you always notice, I rarely say the only, sometimes I say God says, some say he because of the train away, but I, I don't do that. 99% of the time, I just say God, God said, because you don't put a gender on God in the Quran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I tell y'all, I read everybody's stuff and I have these conversations, I ain't playing with you. <laughs> I'm not playing with you, what'd you say? What you believe? Oh, I believe in political party, but let me answer you. In the Old Testament, the reason why God told you do not eat fish that had scales, and do not eat pork. It had nothing to do with religious reasons, y'all. Had everything Health. to do with segregation. Oh. God gave them dietary restrictions. Why? Because the people on the coast live different lives. And those people from Tyre and Sidon specifically, the food on the coast was obviously fish with scales. The people in the middle of the land, the number one meal was pigs. And God separated the Jews so God could be the God of the Jew and lift them properly. It was just a dietary thing for separation. This is why in what you call the New Testament, he reversed it. It wasn't a reverse. He just said, forget those dietary restrictions. Now we are going to this oneness thing. Now, that's that's as for answer to your question. Ending, totally ending. Like five more minutes. Now pay attention. The most beautiful thing happened tonight. You crazy Christians and crazy Muslims have found out you believe in the same stuff. And I don't mean the same stuff. It's like 95% the same. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane but you've been told differently and fairness and great kindness it would be hard for some of your American friends to accept this you know why because American Christianity is not necessarily Christianity boom now, mic drop yeah it's not Christianity at all something different all over the world america i mean christ looks like the people but not in america christ looks like susan i'm serious <laughs> long flowing hair like i'm dead serious they look like you know soft skin a mouthful of teeth how Jesus got this great old teeth with no toothbrush? Toothbrush ain't getting invented to the wild, wild west somewhere in Texas somewhere. <laughs> right? Now, 
I want to challenge you before I give you what I think will happen for the political party. I want to challenge you and I want to tell you all that you actually covered all of chapter one without me going over a single a single scripture, I mean a scripture, a single, <laughs> I didn't get the cover because it's all about one of the things in there, the guy says, you, you believe in calories, but you've never seen one. Mm. It's, it's like one of the first yeah. things to say, you can't point to a calorie. Go ahead, Jerry. This was much better than listening to the way that guy read that. I'm telling you. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was amazing. This is why I love this book so much. I want to challenge you all to do me a favor. If you are Muslim, I want you to go talk to a Christian. If you're a Christian, I want you to go talk to a Muslim. If you're spiritual, I want you to go talk to someone who is pious. Uh, how do I break that down? Who is, uh, I don't know how to break down pious, y'all. Overly religious. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank, thank you so much. Overly religious. I really couldn't. And I've got these words up here. I really couldn't. I, please, I, I, I beg you, I beseech you to go do that because it is, it, it, it is important that you do that because Daoud, with the sweetest voice on planet Earth, and I, I, I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, it, it, it had the Christness on you. Like, it, See, like your voice was so, it was like warm gentle. and inviting. Yes, it, yeah, it was gentle correction. He was cutting everybody. Yeah, him and Bastine ought to do a gig together. Yeah. You ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. Do a whole meditation tip. Yes. So that's it for there. This is what I think is going to happen with the political party, and I think it's going to happen in the midterms. You're going to see. And every action has an option to equal reaction. You can't keep telling your labor force, screw you. And then when it's time to vote, oh, you know what? We love you. Okay. We love you. You can't keep, I'm obviously talking about black people. Okay. <laughs> you, you can't keep doing that. And then we trust you. And, and then you can't have every you can't have black folk have the world benefit from the black vote, but they never get the benefit from the black vote themselves. We have no history in American history in which black people, since they had the right to vote, have ever benefited from the black vote. There's never been an election, not a single election has that ever happened. What's going to happen is people saw the reaction to eight years of Barack Obama. Because the Tea Party did not exist until the election. And then people saw the reaction and then people saw that reaction incredibly. What's gonna happen there is, it won't be two more parties. There's gonna be a third party. It's happened before in the history of America. What you're going to see is a party by some charismatic black leaders and black people will go to that party. That's really going to mess up your system. Go ahead. Phil. And John Kasich. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
Hey, and let's not forget to send our love and good vibrations to Prophet Jerry this evening. Let's yes, keep it coming. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Good job, hey, good to uh, see you. Phil. Very good to see you. I actually just found out right an hour before class. So very good to see you, Prophet, and then your dedication for just being here. And you got you one heck of a class today, too, let me tell you. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. That's it. My final words to all of you is probably listen to Phil on this one and Jerry. We're all one. And you just found that out from the Quran and the Bible. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. Love Have you. A good one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love you more. All right, everybody. Thank you, sir. Love you.